Thank you for listening in today to the podcast. The subject that I want to speak to you about is peace. Ephesians 1 verse 2. Paul was writing to the Ephesian church. And he said in verse 2, Grace to you and peace from God, our, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. So, peace is one of the most elusive qualities in human life. <clears throat> but God wants his people to experience peace. Now, there are three kinds of peace in the Bible. And today I want to explain how to experience each one. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the longings of humanity throughout all ages has been peace. In our hustle and bustle world with all of our trials and our problems and our struggles, how do you find peace? Well, the Bible talks about three kinds of peace. First, the Bible speaks of peace with God. Now, that's found over in the book of Romans, chapter 5 and verse 1. Paul writing here, Therefore, having been justified, in other words, saved, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you must realize the unsaved person is at war with God. See, all of us are born sinners. And Isaiah put it this way. All we like sheep have gone astray. Peace with God occurs when a sinner turns to God. You will not find true lasting peace until you meet the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. And so that first thing was peace with God. <clears throat> the second kind of peace the Bible speaks of is the peace is the uh, peace of peace of God. Philippians four seven. Let me read that scripture verse to you. It says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the, the peace of God is not absence of trials. Rather, it's a result of remaining calm and cool in the midst of trials. So the opposite of peace is anxiety and worry when facing difficult situations. Only saved people can experience the peace of God. <clears throat> it's for believers who are controlled by the Spirit. And of course, you probably know it's one of the fruits of the Spirit found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Is love, joy, and the third one is peace. Now, the third kind of peace spoken in the Bible is the peace with others. So, first we had the peace with God, then we had the peace of God, and now we have peace with others. Hebrews twelve fourteen says, Pursue peace with all men. It's God's plan 
that people be peaceable and live without strife and contention. But this kind of peace doesn't come by our own strength and our, and our own power. It's, it comes by having a close fellowship with the Lord. In Philippians, I want to read verse 4 through 6. I mean, uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 8. It says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there's any excellence, and if anything is worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So in this passage, we find five keys to have peace of God in our lives. The first step is to stop worrying. Verse 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Worry, folks, is a waste of time. And we all know that from experience. Now, someone has said that worry is like a rocking chair. <clears throat> it gives you something to do, but it doesn't get, go anywhere. Worry will not change one thing, and furthermore, it doesn't work. You can't change the past. You can't control the future. And it only makes you miserable today. Worrying about a problem never solves it. It only does one thing. It keeps you in turmoil. So the, now the, that's the opposite of peace. But we must come to the place where we see that worrying is a sin. We'll never know victory over worry and anxiety until we treat it as sin. And the second step to experience the peace of God is to turn your cares over to God in prayer. And I read that in verse 6. It, it says, uh, But in everything by prayer and supplication give, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. Paul says we are to bring all of our burdens to the Lord in prayer. It's like the old famous hymn. It says, what a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and our griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So when we do that, we can say, like Paul did over in Romans chapter uh, 8, And uh, verse 28, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. The third step to experience the peace of God is when you replace worry with prayer and thanksgiving, you will experience what Paul's saying in verse 7. He says, 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So Paul's next step to find the peace of God is to change your thought patterns. Instead of worrying, replace those negative worrying thoughts with thoughts on the on the Word of God and the Lord. <clears throat> you see, the more you dwell on the Lord and think His thoughts, the bigger He looks and the smaller your problem looks. And the greater your faith to see that Jesus has indeed overcome your problem. You know, Isaiah said something pretty interesting over in uh, uh, chapter 26, verse 3 and 4. He said, the steadfast of mind, the steadfast of mind, you will keep in perfect peace, because he trusts in you, trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. Praise the Lord for that. Now, Paul's final step to experience the peace of God is this. Be obedient to the truth that you have been taught. Verse 9 of Philippians 3 says, The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So this is, this is one of the primary reasons that God's people uh, do not have peace. You will simply not have the peace of God in your life if you're living in willful disobedience to God and his word. The most miserable person in the world is not the unbeliever in his sin. The most miserable people I've ever seen are believers with a guilty conscience. And the only answer is to confess, confess your sins. So in closing, let me consi- let's consider lastly how to have peace with God. Well, it's pretty simple. Paul just summed it up over there in Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore, for having been saved by faith, then we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So peace with God is obtained through Jesus Christ alone. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.